Welcome back, everyone. It's so great to have you here for our journey through the highways of eight to great. We've had uh, the Power Pyramid, Highway 1, get the picture, Highway 2 is today, and that is risk. And uh, we are going to talk to one of the great risk takers. And I always say the greatest risk takers are those who move the furthest from their comfort zone. And we're going to talk to a, a beautiful woman who absolutely did that and hear some of her story and how now she is a coach of Eight to Great and some other uh, Eight to Great spinoff programs. So we'll get to that in just a second. But first of all, of course, my gratitude. So it was my birthday week and I got surprise flowers, a bouquet that I just color. What is it about color? It's like a song. It just, oh my gosh, it lifts my heart. So I just, I, I just sit and stare at the flowers. They're just so beautiful. So I'm grateful for florists as well. Um, I'm also grateful for the taste of things out of a garden, right? Mm. When you can have those tomatoes, just fresh tomatoes with your tuna salad or whatever else you're, you're eating. Oh my gosh, what a blessing. Which brings me to my third gratitude today is a program that uh, I wrote because someone wrote to me and said, I love eight to great, thank you so much. I've now released 150 pounds and uh, my dreams are coming true. And I said, wait a minute, eight to great isn't a weight loss book. <laughs> What's that about? Um, but they had found their own food program and they had applied the eight highways that we're talking about in this series. And so I thought, well, what if I offered people a food program because I had just found one that was working so beautifully for me and that it had taken away all my sugar cravings after 55 years of sugar cravings. That was a bit of a miracle. Um, and so I put that program in with um, the eight highways and I called the program Eight to Your Ideal Weight. And then my publisher said, hey, can we publish a book about it? And I said, let's do it. So I wrote a book, not being a nutritionist at all, but it has helped thousands of people. And we're going to hear more about the evolution of that dream um, today. And I'm so grateful for Eight to Your Ideal Weight because with COVID, right? I mean, you're what? Always 20 feet from a refrigerator. <laughs> and, uh, and I was so grateful that I had no sugar cravings. At no point, not once did I overeat. And I had so many friends who, you know, put on what they called the COVID-15 or whatever. Um, it just, it just wasn't, you know, just wasn't a temptation. I had other challenges absolutely during that time, but food my former food addiction was no longer there. So woohoo and woohoo to my guest today, Kathy Stockwell. What an amazing woman. So I'm going to tell the story a little later about how we met, but uh, I'm just going to tell you that when I met Kathy, you know how you meet these people who are just, they're so, they're physically beautiful. You know, you can tell they're intelligent, but they're, but they're just so quiet that you know, sometimes they even talk in kind of a whisper. And, and she's, she was so polite. And I met her. Um, now, when it, it was for your work, right? We had the, we, the seminar was at a church, but it wasn't a church seminar. It was just having to be held at a building that was a church. But right, we, um, 
yeah, so I got to do something for her work and uh, I just, I just loved her from the moment I saw her. And then, well, you'll hear more about how our journeys have, have come together so beautifully. And now I call her a dear friend and we just shared a cruise together and all sorts of fun things. So um, yeah, here to talk with us about risk. Please welcome Kathy Stockwell. <laughs> well, thanks for having me, MK. I am so excited and it's, it's, it's quite a story as to why I'm doing this highway. Um, very, very interesting. Not the highway I would have thought when we first met, as you were just saying, sort of been the last highway that I would have thought I would have been talking about. So I'm excited to talk about risk and share some of the ones I've taken. I love it. All right. Well, take us on that journey, girlfriend. All right. Um, so I, I kind of, as I tell this story, I always start when I was a, as a child, I didn't really think about risk or, you know, anything like that. I just was very practical, grew up very practical, realistic, um, didn't think about things, just knew that this was, you know, if you wanted something, you worked hard for it. And, you know, through the highways, they have taught me that there's other, yes, you still have to work hard for things, but there are other things that you can do that can get you to where you want to go and to um, follow your dreams and take, which, you know, is kind of step one, then you have to take the risks in order to make those dreams come true. So um, that's, you know, once I learned that it was just so freeing that, that there, there was another way to to live and to go beyond the good life that I had, I could go even above and beyond that, that and have a great, wonderful, fulfilling, abundant life. And it has just been amazing since I learned how to do that. Um, although, you know, once you, the, the dreaming part is fun, right? That, that mm -hmm. first step that, that you guys talked about last week, um, taking the risk, then that's kind of that scary part, you know, just kind of stepping out and taking a risk and seeing, is this, will this work? Um, and of course, they don't all work, right? We, we know that that road right. is Right, risks are risky, exactly. <laughs> risks are, you know, they, um, um, the road to success is never a straight line, and okay. so you're going to have ups and downs, and, um, but just taking that as feedback so that you can try something different, take another risk, learn something else new is right, kind right, of my right, new right. Pers perspective. Yes, well, and and you're from a small town like I am, Kath. Yes. And and don't you sometimes find a, there's kind of a small town mentality, which is, oh, well, that, that big risk taking, that's for the big city kids. And we're <laughs> yeah. just a small town, rural Iowa. We, we both grew up in a small town in Iowa, right? Yes. And so again, it's that breaking out of that mindset of, wait a minute, why not me as uh, um, Russell, I can't remember his last name, but the... NFL um, uh, football quarterback said, um, why not me? So, uh, so one of the questions um, I have for you is, is what, what risks maybe did you avoid early in life? Can you remember one oh. where you just said, oh, I, you know, I just, that's just too much. I just don't want to run for student council or um, were there any that you did not take? Um, there would have been several along those lines. If, if it, if, if it was going to take me out of my comfort zone, I avoided it. So there would have been lots of things I'm thinking. So I went, I grew up in 
a very small town and went to school in Cedar Falls, Iowa, which isn't huge, but it is bigger than what I knew. And yeah, if I could walk through campus and nobody see me, that, you know, I was just in my own little world. I didn't step out um, and do a lot of things. I mean, I met a couple people, but they were people that lived right in my hallway in my dorm. You know, I didn't, I, I didn't step out and talk to people in class a whole lot, I love um, it. which so, is kind of an exciting thing that I, I challenge myself to do now since learning the highways is if I go somewhere uh, on an airplane um, or just to a doctor's appointment, if there's somebody there, I challenge myself to talk to them. Um, so that's may not seem like a big risk to some people, but for me, it's a huge risk. It, it is huge. And uh, I love the statistic that happy, healthy, successful people take 20 times as many risks as the less happy, less healthy, and less successful, yeah. right? And in other words, they're going to make, you know, 19 times as many mistakes, right? But right. 20 times as many risks. You know, a lot of people think, you know, playing it safe is the safe way. And of course, playing it safe is not the safe way. Playing it safe is a way to, to, um, to live a life of ruts and um, getting stuck in ruts. So, so something changed in you pretty big, yes. Kathy, to get you. So, so tell them where you are today and tell us what was that shift that made such a difference in your life? So I feel like it was a gradual shift. Um, when I went through the eight to great training and got my certification, um, one of the things I remember, and remember this is highway two. So we were, you know, halfway through the first day, I suppose. Mm -hmm. And there's a potato straw activity that we do during highway two for risk to demonstrate that. And I jumped up and volunteered for that. And I'm like, I, I remember thinking as I was walking up there, I'm like, what am I doing? This is not something that I do. Um, and then that, I, that could, well, let's talk about that yeah. because our listeners probably don't all know what that is. So what happens is you take a raw potato and you take a straw and it, it's helpful if it's a decent, you know, sturdy <laughs> straw. It can't be a bendy straw. Um, but you know, like McDonald's or Burger King, they've all still got some of those plastic straws. And I found out that paper straws like Starbucks is using now also work just fine. And basically you say, how hard is it to put a straw through a potato? And the answer is, it's as hard as you think it is. As you believe it is, exactly, <laughs> yeah. right? It's that get the picture. And so um, you, it really does take believing to put a straw through a potato. It's a fairly good sized potato. And I show everybody how it works. And then, you know, I put it through and everybody's going, ah, ah, and the adrenaline's <laughs> pumping and you got yours right through. Yep. Yeah. It sounds like that was a big moment for you. It, it was. And just even through that whole two days that we spent together doing that certification, um, talk, doing the wrist chair activity and just going up and sharing a risk that I had taken. And I had recently at that time um, switched jobs. And that was, I mean, switching jobs is always a risk. Um, that particular time um, that I switched was, it was a brand new program that we were starting from scratch. The company had gotten a new grant. Um, so that was a huge risk. It was also a very difficult, challenging time at home for um, a couple different reasons. My husband had gotten hurt, um, and so he had lost his job. And I had moved 
taken a pay cut so that I could be closer to home to try and balance those things out. So lots of risks within that. Um, and just, you know, I, so I always say that that certification, that op opportunity for the H grade training came at a at the right time as all things do. Well, and, and even looking at that, I mean, here you were in the audience, right? Mm -hmm. uh, with your workplace and what with, you know, I don't know, 75, 85 other people. And what made you take the risk to say, I think I want to become a certified trainer? Um, you know, <laughs> I think it was just one of those things that it just, it, it felt right to do it. Um, one of the things we have to read the, you know, we read the book before we go to the training and I started reading it and things just started clicking and you know, I know I was looking for something on one level, not super um, conscious of all of those things at that particular point in time, because there was so much going on. Um, but deep down, I knew I was looking for something, needed something to help me get through that, through that time. And hmm. it came. Oh, that was, Eight to great was the answer. So. I love it. That was so amazing. Okay, so now let's tell a little bit of the story about our first lunch together. <laughs> because <laughs> at that first day when we're sitting at lunch, you know, it's a full mm -hmm. day retreat with your work. Um, we got to sit next to each other, which is divine timing, mm -hmm. right? Divinely yeah. ordained. And so you looked over at me taking, I think it was taking the toppings off my crust and mm -hmm. think, you know, I had two or three pieces worth, right? Putting the crust to the side and piling that up and then having this beautiful, what I call beautiful mound of, <laughs> of, uh, of sauce and cheese and, and meats or whatever else was in there, mushrooms. And, um, and do you remember your question to me? I believe I said something like, is that how you eat all the time? Because... <laughs> it was exactly <laughs> what you said. Is that how you eat all the time? And I said, yes, and I love it right now again something clicked in you because mm -hmm. then after becoming an eight to great certified trainer you decide to also join eight to your idea weight as a participant and yeah. tell our wonderful listeners about your success story well so again always looking for the next quick easy diet aren't we all yeah was part of my, as most, uh, several of us do. Um, and I know that that pizza story always cracks me up because my mindset at that time was the crust is the best part. You know, I grew up saying that all the time. That's the best part. Um, but it just, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't healthy and I needed something different at that time. And I remember, I don't even know if you know this MK, when I went to fill out the questionnaire, um, I had looked at it. I had talked to my friend at work who, you know, we did lots of things together and we were talking about something that we needed to do differently as far as lifestyle, diet, whatever you want to say. And so we said, I had looked at the questionnaire and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't fill this out. I don't want to answer those questions. And then I think it was on a Friday. We said, okay, this weekend we're doing it. And so we went home and, and I did it that next Saturday morning and just, I sat down and said, okay, I'm going to answer these questions. Um, and unfortunately her internet had issues. So she didn't get signed up that first time around, but she has since done the eight to your ideal weight program as well. Um, 
but yeah, so I went through the program. I released 45 pounds and that was back in, I think I reached my ideal weight in 2016. I started in 2015 and have sustained the lifestyle and the weight release since then. And exciting. Easily, don't you think? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the amazing thing for me is I just was a terrible dieter, but this isn't a diet, of course. This is (laughs) a program where where we choose um, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful tasting uh, savory foods and uh, never have to count anything. Oh gosh, I love each your ideal weight. So, so then you decided to become an eight to your ideal weight trainer. That was a big risk. Yes, yes. I became a coach probably within that next year after I reached my ideal weight. And again, part of that was I wanted to stay connected to the community that we build through the eight to your ideal weight program. Um, I, and now I can say a lot of my best friends are people that have either gone through the program or that are coaches as well. Um, right, we don't have to live next door to each other, do we? Right. No, we don't. And um, actually got to meet several of those people when we went on the cruise that MK talked about earlier. So that was exciting. Um, and again, that was another risk, right, to, to do that because I had never been on a cruise before, didn't know, didn't even know what to pack, I remember thinking as we were getting ready to do that. So um, that was a very huge blessing and something that I'd always wanted to do. Um, But yeah, just becoming that a a coach helps sustain the lifestyle and the choices because it stays, stays with you as you're living it. And that was your first little foray into owning your own business, right? Because eight to your yes. ideal coaches are subcontractors, right? And you can yes. you can have as many uh, clients as you want to, and you can charge whatever fees you want to, and all those good things. So, um, what was that like going from an employee to a business? Owner? Well, that that was again a little scary, right? As we talked about, risk can be scary, um, but it was. It was something that just, again, felt right. It was something that um, I felt would take me to that next step. And at that point in time, I was just starting to think about what is um, retirement or the next phase of my life going to look like. Um, And I have a friend who calls it redirection versus retirement. I love it. I love that. That's my word that I'm, I'm using. That's one of my coaches that um, I've met through this program. And so she uses that word. And I, I really like that because it's, it's thinking about, you know, what risks do I need to take or that I want to take so that I am doing what I want to do in the second half of my life. And, um, becoming a coach and having my own business just makes would give me the flexibility that I was looking for in in this stage of my life so um but still several risks that needed you know that kind of happened along the way um making that first um sales call type of thing (laughs) it was um very scary um, and just going through the training because it's a lot of information in a short period of time and then you're getting it all together and you know doing that oral I don't want to say exam but that oral conversation with you just to you know make sure that we understand everything and have got everything and can do all of that 
and you know I have learned technology and marketing things and you know different classes that you you've offered as well as other people um, just taking those risks of doing that to get to where I want to be. I love it. I love it. I, I think I want to interject here for our listeners. There are a couple of definitions that we use. So I'll do the first one, Kathy, and you do the second one, maybe. So the first one, we, we define risk as a run to, not from. In other words, if you're running to something, if it takes courage to do it, then it's a risk. If it's a run from, and it doesn't, it doesn't take courage to drive drunk, right? It doesn't take courage to talk behind someone's back. It doesn't take courage to quit a job without notice. Well, much courage, I guess. Um, usually it's just a, you know, I'm, I'm walking. Rather than going to the boss and saying, well, I have a beautiful story about that in my book. Um, someone who did, thanks to um, his listening to my coaching, he did go back to his boss. He did get the $6 an hour raise. He did get better hours. He did get um, a new truck for his work and he ended up winning an international competition because he didn't just walk out that day. So again, risk, uh, risk is run to, and we call it an escape to run from. And there's one more formula for risk that uh, we use every day in decision-making path. I'll leave this one to you. Yes. My favorite question here. Um, if you, if I had no fear, what would I do? Um, and I'll, it's okay if I share a little story here about that? Yes. So I have used that um, with my daughter as she was trying to decide what she wanted to do after high school. Um, it took her a little bit. She, she was one of those that took a year off, which um, really ended up, of course, being the best thing for her because it gave her some time to think. And then as she was planning um, what she wanted to do, she was going to go into the nursing field. So, of course, that's a process, and they have, you know, different... Um, pathways that you can go down and she was trying to decide I think it was summer classes what you know should she start her next RN piece in the summer or wait till the fall and there were some different things that would play into that um, and she was going round and round and round and asking all these questions and I used this question with her I'm like if you had no fear what would you do and it it did it did like a light bulb. It just helped her say, oh, well, I would do this. And I'm like, okay, well then plan that piece out. And she, she took that and went from there and she has stayed on track and is just um, moving forward with her education and well, gangbusters. So that yeah. is a great story. And it reminds me of a great story. If we'll just take a minute to share here. And that's with my son who wanted uh, to do an internship uh, he decided in San Diego. He'd done internships um, in his, uh, where his university was in Des Moines, Iowa. But he said, no, I want to go someplace really cool for my junior summer. And so he calls this guy in San Diego who owns a marketing company. Um, and he found out that he, like, uh, like my son, was from the same fraternity. And he, sa he said, hey, can I talk to my SIGEP brother? So the guy put him through to the, you know, the CEO of the company. And he goes, yeah, yeah, hi. Well, hi, Zim. good to meet you, Zach. And they chatted for a while. And he said, so what can I do for you, Zach? And he said, well, I'm actually calling uh, about a summer internship. And he said, well, we don't have a summer internship, Zach. We don't have any internship programs. And Zach said, yet. Yet. Which, of course, was a huge risk, right? And, uh, 
And because of three or four more interviews, they ended up creating one. And Zach was their first summer intern. And he did so well that summer that in the beginning of August, he was planning on going back the middle of August. Beginning of August, they they pulled him in and said, you know, Zach, you're just doing so great. You're on a roll. We, we'd really like to keep you for just another semester. Could you just delay your senior year? You know, it started in, in January. Hey, we'll, you know, we'll pay this, we'll pay that, and, you know, pay for all this stuff back in Des Moines. And it was quite an offer. So he calls me and goes, Mom, Mom, I have this tough decision to make. I goes, yeah, tell me. And he told me the whole thing. And I said, that is such an exciting decision. He goes, but what should I do? And I go, oh, honey, you got the wrong mom. I'm not the mom that gives advice. I'm the mom that teaches processes. And you remember the process. And he goes, oh, I know. If I had no fear, what would I do? But mom, they're going to pay me all this money. And if you listen closely, you can tell that he had already made the decision, right? But mom, wait a minute, who's he arguing with? I haven't said a thing. He's arguing with himself. But Zach, <laughs> but Zach, um, they're going to pay you all this money. But Zach <laughs> knew that if he had no fear, he'd go, I've got my whole life to make money, right? I have one senior year with my Siget brothers. And he went back and started a tradition at Drake University, which is still in place today. I'm so proud of that guy. Um, and he just made the courageous decision, but I never said a word. He called me back two hours later and said, Mom, I'm going back. I said, good for you. Now, would I, sometimes people ask me, would I have supported him? I mean, would I have interjected if he said, Mom, I'm going to take the internship? And I said, of course not. You think I made every best decision when I was 21 <laughs> years old, right? And and what, you know, I, 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 I just say, um, well, in my holy book, it says all things work to good, right? But, but right, there's, I mean, I wouldn't even probably call it a mistake. It would have been a different kind of a learning experience, right? But he would have had wonderful experiences either way. But, but I knew that, like you said, courage is from the word cur. Um, if he followed his heart, he'd go back to his friends and his wonderful fraternity house. So, Thank you. So we both have great kids stories. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> if you'll finish up this wonderful story, because it gets even more fun. So then what did Kathy the risk taker do? <laughs> um, so then after becoming a coach, um, probably a year later or so, it um, MK on something, one of our calls had talked about changing her focus up a little bit and wanting to focus on um, the education part of eight to great and that and I was like hmm wonder what's going to happen to eight to your ideal weight and I thought about that for you know I don't know a, a week or so and it just kept coming back well what you know what what's going to happen to it you know I've started this business now and it's part of my redirection plan and you know where's what's going to happen to all of that and so I just sat down and I sent an email to her and I said I don't know exactly what you're thinking um, but if there's something that I can do or something that I can take over that would keep eight to your ideal weight alive let me know right and, and it was always going to be kept alive right but but to have somebody who's so passionate about it right 
grow it because that's that's just as a you know solopreneur i call myself um i what i i was very comfortable with where it was at and how it was going but the growing of it right i had to i had to make a decision that i wanted to grow our school's program and our uh, business program a little more and so you know after six years wonderful six years of right what we have 30 35, 36 coaches that were coaching it. And we had, uh, you know, thousands of, of women and even a few men that we had helped uh, release so much weight. It was so exciting. It just, I, you know, it was a risk for me to say, wait a minute, I just, I'm going to make one more career shift. here. <laughs> but I had picked it up at the age of 60. I, um, yeah. And you came along and I said, oh my gosh, I would love, love to, uh, sell the business to you and so you did and uh here you are now the owner yeah, yeah. the bigger franchise and you now have another one so you are a multi-entrepreneur right you have another small business that's that's in perfect uh combination with this so. yes yes so that's just a recent risk and i do think both of them are gonna work well together and take me further into right. or foot closer to redirection time and absolutely so that you can help women in all areas you know kept um, i get to look at you through this zoom call which our our listeners don't get to but i see such a difference i mean obviously the 45 pound difference but but you 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 just are glowing you know how you dress obviously you changed hairstyles <laughs> I mean, tell me a little bit about the before and after Kathy, before learning about risk and now that now that this is just second nature to you. I think um, for me, it's a it's a change in how I think, which I think all the highways help us do that. Um, but definitely this this highway has been a huge impact um, for me and just thinking about um, I think before I would always say, oh no, we can't do that. Or, you know, oh no, you know, my first reaction was always, no, that's not gonna work. And now it's like, hmm, let's see, how could, how could we do that? Or, you know, what could we do? And that just opens up so many more possibilities for nice. myself as well as anybody else that's around. I love it. So you, you, in a, a previous conversation, you talked about saying no more often, maybe let's, oh. let's stick that in. And also, um, it looks like you're doing more self care. Is that? Oh correct? yeah, definitely. Yeah. So setting boundaries for myself and what, and that kind of goes along with the saying no, because if we continue, if we're always saying yes to other people, we're not saying yes to ourselves, And then our, you know, our bucket gets empty and we have to take that time to fill up our bucket so that we can take care of ourselves before we can take care of someone else. So again, yeah, that's been a huge shift for me. Um, I did very little things that were just for me before, um, eight to grade in general. And so that, and I, I think that helps, well, it builds our confidence up for one. So then we feel like we can take those risks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah it's just it's uh you're just a, a beautiful woman and oh, i hope everybody you. goes to do you want to give them your websites hun? yes um eight to your, eight the number eight to your ideal weight.com is our main website and on there then you can um check out the different coaches and um, fill out questionnaires for us that um 
and we do have classes starting um, in August. We're just finishing up one. So we have our next eight to your ideal weight class starting um, August, probably the second week of August, August 10th. So um, just in time to finish out summer and get ready for, um, for fall. I love it. And it's an eight week course. It's all, eight week on, course. all online. So you can go do it from anywhere in the world. And I know you've already had international uh, yes. participants, which is so fun. I know I had some of those too. It was so great. Um, and, uh, and the other thing is that's a small group that you have a, you get to know your group, right? You not yes. only get to know your coach, which is so rare in a weight release program, but you get to know uh, the other women in it. And like you said, you know, you become so close to them sometimes. I remember we had, uh, we, we partner up. And so we had two women that had chosen each other as partners um, to each drive three hours to meet in the middle and, yes. uh, and spend the, the afternoon together. So it is, it's, it's just amazing what can happen. Lives can change yes. in eight weeks. What? Yes. Yeah, so I just, I can't encourage Kathy who's the best coach. She's just so, she's there for you seven days a week for eight weeks. It's, uh, mm, it's a wonderful program. So I just honor you so much. Oh, thank you. So dear heart, anything else you want to share with him before we close up here? I know you have an ending quote, but any other thoughts or stories or anything that comes to mind if you wanted to encourage someone um, who again it hasn't been taking risks and is ready like you to make a change um i think the coaching part of eight to grade and eight to your ideal weight both um, have been very beneficial just having a coach having someone that you can go to and talk things through and have the strategies um, that will help you get through life is is another huge benefit and something again that um, grew up very private and you know we don't talk about our feelings or when we don't talk about um, our personal life with other people so learning how to do that um, through having a coach um, was made a huge difference as well so yeah, and i totally yeah. agree you know counselors are wonderful they're just different mm -hmm. from coaches right a coach right. is really going to be pushing you more than a counselor is going to just be you know, receiving, you know, whatever you bring to the sessions, but a coach, you know, just like a sports coach is going to help stretch you. And, and uh, so you are, you were such a great stretcher and you were a great, you were very coachable when, uh, when you were uh, working with me that way, Kat. So it's just yeah. great now that we have this friendship. So what, what quotes do you want to take us out on, dear heart? Well, so this one actually comes from your Eight to Great book, um, but it does really, for me, sum, sums up all of Highway 2 risk. And it goes, no guts, no glory, no risk, no story. If fear wasn't a factor, our question moves from what do I have to lose to what do I have to gain and every adversity makes us bitter or better we are the ones who get to decide Ooh, i love those thank you so much hon and thank you to our listeners uh remember we have um a couple of ways that you can connect with us. Oh, we have a special going on right now, actually. Um, but you can go to www.h2great.com. Um, I also have a Facebook page that you can check out, which is MK Mueller. And it'll tell you more about that book. We're calling it the Christmas in July book sale. So uh, you can find out more about that. 
Um, but yeah, just email us at uh, info, info at h2great.com. Or Kathy, do you give out your email address? I do. It's Kathy at 8togreat.com. Great and wonderful. And so it's again, the number 8, T-O-G-R-E-A-T.com. And we're looking forward to Highway 3 next time. But Kathy, this was tons of fun. <laughs> Sending Thank you, you so much. I was very excited to do this. It was wonderful. Thank you, sweetie. Talk to you soon. All right.